Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. All right, Yana, your best daily productivity tips. So I'm also a person, I was just like listening to Isabella and I'm like, well, are you talking about me or like, who's this person? Because like, I also get like super distracted. I just like really need to like work on my focus for like, I even tried like, you know, like uh, taking mushroom coffee, like all of these other like, you know, uh, supplements and like uh, stuff that people do, which I read about. And none of it actually helped because like, I was not actually sure like that I really want to do that like that day. And I'm just like, you know, one day I'm like, I'm just going to like stare through a window and that's just how it's going to be. And, you know, and it's fine. But when you have something you have to, uh, you know, you, when you have to be done with something very urgently, like there, you don't have space to kind of, you know, look through the window basically the whole day. So basically like first when I started like working and with a company and everything, I had like a zillion like tasks, like I had to do like uh, each day. And I always wanted to like, you know, do the, the most I can from my list. But like fast forward to like two years later, like I literally try to focus on like two parts of my day, the morning and evenings, if I'm not like going out or like, you know, seeing friends, like I wake up in the morning, like the previous day in the evening, I write down what was, what are going to be my, my top three, four tasks, not more than three or four, because I know I'm never going to like, you know, probably I'm going to be finishing like three of them. Like that's like my best bet. And then I wake up in the morning, I double check what I have. I check some new emails, some urgent messages, then I, then I delegate. This is also, I had to learn the hard way. And the first time I delegated was um, after, I think of seven months of working for 24 hours every day by myself, I desperately needed a vacation. So uh, me and Lazar, we decided to treat ourselves and we went to the Maldives. And I was bringing my laptop and he was like, you're not bringing your laptop. I'm like, but what if something goes wrong? And he's like, you're not doing it. And I'm like, okay. I have to delegate and I don't know if I'm going to have this company when I'm back from this freaking vacation, but this is just something I have to do. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to hire someone and pray to God that this person will understand how this works. And then like the first days of my vacation, I was in complete hell. I was like, you know, like, I just want to check my email. just want to see if something is okay or not. And that was hell. But then day four, that's when my vacation started. And I'm like, I don't freaking care. I cannot live like this anymore. So literally like now my day in the morning, I delegate everything. Thank God I have a project manager. I have a system. I have like a really big team of people and they know what to do. And then, you know, I just tell them what to do. I organize business a little bit, you know, they give me some briefings and then I have to do something else, which doesn't have to do anything with business. Um, I play the piano. I've been playing piano for 20 years. I went to musical high school and conservatory. And, you know, I was like always going into like thousands of activities because I just love to get like in my foot in everything, which kind of cost me my, you know, focus right now. But uh, I always like to do something for 30 minutes during the day, which is going to make my uh, brain be able to shut down completely, just kind of turn off your brain not use your brain for anything, no, like overthinking, not, not business, nothing. And this is what piano helps me to do. So like, I, I don't play every day, unfortunately, but like when I play, it's like, I go to like the, I, I totally space out. Like I, I do meditation about like 10 minutes in the morning because I just really wanted to try it out. I've never done it before. 
and um, and it's really good. But I'm a beginner, so I'm kind of still struggling. I'm still not seeing, you know, like the the, the actual effect. I'm just starting to feel it right now. But for me, like even if it's like you know, like uh, planting the the like flowers in the garden or like playing the piano or something, that's going to help me like come up to, uh, you know when uh, I don't know who was like from the scientists who said like Eureka, you know, when he was like taking a bath, you know, like when you're not using your brain actively, but just like this passively there. And this, when I come to like a lot of really cool solutions and like a really good, like, you know, ideas and stuff like that, when I'm actually not trying so hard to think about them. And that for me is a necessary restart. I have to have every day. And then after that, like let's say 7, 8 p.m. in the evening or you know around this time, I will go back, open my email, see what's been, what has been done during the day and just you know like uh, take care of some urgent things. And this is ideally how my day should look like. It doesn't look like that every day, but this is what I strive to do. I also need to have a routine, what Isabella said. And also like this makes a big problem for me when I travel, when I do conferences. I completely lose my routine and then I'm just completely screwed. And this is what I really have to work on. And I really admire people who can like uh, go and travel and then, you know, they go to the gym and then they do their emails and then, you know, but when I go and travel, I'm like in a freaking Disneyland. I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, you know, but I'm taking a joyride. This is what I'm doing, you know? So this is something I'm struggling with, but I'm really striving to kind of uh, push myself so that my everyday looks more and more like that which it definitely does but you know like this is what i'm like striving to to do i love that i love how you said i i so i felt what you meant when you were talking about how you realized that you could delegate and you overcame that i remember you know i got started in listing optimization and the first time that i i was so swamped doing everything myself and I remember the first time I hired someone and she, I trained her everything on listing optimization, you know, and the first time that she did the whole process start to finish and I watched the video that she created for our client, I cried. <laughs> I cried. I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a big moment. I don't have to do this myself forever. I'm not the only person who can do this. So it was just such a beautiful, amazing moment. And I think, you know, you just saying that right then and there really is gonna resonate with so many people who are struggling and thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I can never train anyone to do this. I'm not good at training. I'm not good at delegating. But even if you kind of force yourself, I love Mike McCallowick's book, Clockwork, because the whole mindset is, I'm gonna take a four week vacation from my business. And in order for right. me to take this four week vacation and I'm going to no man's land, I'm not going to be able to pick up the phone. I'm not going to be able to do anything. So, you know, focusing on like, I'm going to leave for four weeks and I better make sure someone else can send that email. I better make sure someone else can do this, can do that. Right. And then isn't it funny? I mean, all of us ladies work on teams now. Isn't it funny when you start to delegate and you realize like, oh my gosh, I could have never done what this person done, did for my business by myself. You know, it's the most amazing thing. And you're like, wow, why didn't I do that earlier? It's I just awesome. want to add one thing. And I think a lot of people are afraid because it, even if when you delegate, you're like, I, I, I could have done this like much better than this person I delegated to. 
And I just think that nobody is going to be as good as you are, especially for your own business. But this is something you have to ex accept and be like, okay, but this person is doing, you know, she's good enough and that's it. Nobody is going to be as good as you. I mean, rarely somebody is like as good as you because you are the business owner. You have like this, you know, protocols and everything. You know how it's going to be like top notch, but you should just be happy if you find someone who is loyal and who is hardworking and can do things good enough. And I'm just super, super happy with that. Yes, that is such a good tip. I love that. Oh my goodness. We're putting out so much gold in this. Um, so let's go to our long-term because I kind of think we covered like our, our weekly, but maybe we can lump it in together, right? Like where we talk about kind of how do we get things done for the week, but then also how do we focus on maybe like a longer term goal? Like this month, I want to get this done. I know for me, um, what I work on is at every, um, Friday afternoon, I take the time to look at what's coming up. And what's coming up for, you know, what big events are coming up, what, what big things are coming up. And then I break those things down into big tasks. And then those tasks go onto my task list and I put a date with them. But as those big tasks, as I kind of move through my week, then those big tasks get broken up into smaller tasks, right? And then I can start delegating like, oh, do I really need to do that? You know, and I just, my 13 year old daughter just started working in my business this week and I'm training her how to do my WordPress websites and she's doing a great job. She's, she's designing photos and doing so many cool things. Um, and so it's just, it's cool to look at my task list as I kind of break down those bigger tasks and go, you know what, she could do that. She could do that. She could do that. And, you know, kind of be able to think about, all right, what can I delegate this week of this big long list of tasks that I have? So for me, that's what I do. I think long-term. And then once a month, I have a big planning session where I put it on my whiteboard and my military planning background comes out and I'm like, what's the mission and how are we going to get it done? And I put it all on my whiteboard. And then those things become those weekly objectives and they get broken down into tasks. And each of those tasks, as we move through the week, they get broken down into smaller tasks. And I try not to stress too much about knowing every single thing that needs to get done because you're never gonna know. It's always, stuff is always gonna come up. So if you could just focus on your big goals and then allow those things to kind of take care of themselves into smaller goals um, and smaller tasks, then it just kind of, it works because you're still focused on, on your big goals and what you wanna accomplish. Um, what about you, Cassandra? What do you do in terms of your longer term goals? And we would love for you to throw in some social media tips too, because, you know, we need some social media planning when it comes to long term. I got you, Amy. Okay. So for long term goals, the biggest thing I have to say is accountability. I tell three people in my life. One is my mom, because she will hold me accountable. One is my best friend. And then one is Griselda, who's our office manager at Helium 10. She holds me accountable for all of our social media, big picture ideas, because I can get so lost in day-to-day -day activities, or we have new campaigns coming out, things like that. And you kind of start pushing things to the back burner because it's not an immediate need per se. And that's why I always, I lean on her so much. She's always like, girl, we got to get this going. We got to get this going. This is awesome. I've been seeing this on social and she's kind of my cheerleader, if you will. And so having someone to hold you accountable 
is I think the biggest thing you can have because once you kind of put it out there in the universe, I'm one of those people, I don't like to say anything unless I'm going to do it. And then once I say, it's like, oh man, okay, I got I got to hold up to it. So for social media, I think you got to look at the big picture too. I love what you said about events and looking at the larger picture and what's coming down the line. So then you can plan something big. Um, again, reaching back to some examples right before coronavirus, we were going to do the palms uh, for Prosper. And I thought, okay, what's something that we can really get the word of mouth going? What What's the time? And that's when I came up with the social media creative of the slot machine and everyone had their faces in it. It was going viral on social, thanks to everyone on this call. And it was one of those things. So you kind of have to plan it out. And I like to, if you have that one goal, if it's a holiday or a campaign or a product release or whatever you're doing, see how you want everything to fall into place. Like what's the spider web of it? What do you want to target? Who do you want to target? How do you want to target them? And just have it all kind of come together into one big picture. So definitely planning, definitely strategizing and accountability. Those would be my three main goals. Um, and keep up to date, keep up to date with everything because everything changes on social media so quickly. You have to stay on top of the trends, see what not only your peer groups are doing, but that's where I always go back to look at celebrities, look at big budget films, look at television shows. What inspiration can you draw from that and make those your big picture goals to get on that level? Oh my gosh, I love that. That's so good. You know, I always tell people when they're looking for ideas for products, go to Walmart, go to your department store, look at what kind of new products they're bringing out. I mean, that's going to immediate, they've already done the hard work for you, right? They have big teams of people to do that. And so you're saying, hey, go out there with those big budget social media people, see what they're doing and see if you can, you can glean a little bit from them. Love exactly. That. Exactly. You got You got to take from the best and make it your own. Yes. Love it. Great tips. All right, Isabella, what do you got? Long-term goals. How do you make it happen? Um, I love what both of you just said. I think uh, combined from what you said, it's basically the principles of success. Really, that's the formula of success. A lot of people tend to think too much into it, like, oh my God, I don't know how to do this and this and this and this. But just like you said, Amy, if you have your long-term goals, even though as big as it looks, you know, maybe you want to acquire a company that's valued at 50 million and you're like, there's no way in the world I could do that. But if you put that goal out there and then you start working it backwards and breaking it into still those bigger tasks, but then those bigger tasks, you break it down into the smaller tasks, then that's your formula. And then taking what Cassandra said, accountability, because we're only so good. We're only so powerful within ourselves because we're still humans. We still go through everyday's challenges. You might not feel like it today. Uh, tomorrow, you may not feel confident. You're like, what am I even doing? I could never acquire that company. This is not within my reach. But if you have that person that's there and say, you know what? You said you could do this. Look at the data. Look at your, your past events and actions. You were able to achieve this, this, this. You can definitely do this. If you were not meant to do this, you would have never even had that goal in mind. So I think that is really, you guys have said it all just, uh, and I'm trying to follow that. And 
as a recovering procrastinator and as a <laughs> one that works on bettering herself, um, this is what my big goal is. My big goal is to be able to do what you two just said, create those long-term goals. Because before, I, I admitted this, like I was not good at making long-term goals. And you know why? Because I, I'm that kind of person that things kind of just works out for her. But if you don't have that plan, you're just kind of going to get carried away with the wind. Yeah, I'm still going to be successful because, you know, it's just, again, I don't know if I'm lucky or blessed or whatever, but if I actually take the time to make those big goals and focus on it and have that accountability partner, what I can do is unimaginable. So I can either decide to have this like average life, again, good life, thank God, very good life, or I can be extraordinary and get to that level that I could impress even myself. And I think those two tips are really what I needed to hear again today. So thank you. Thank you both. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, I was reading a, a book about goals and uh, one of the things that really stuck with me is procrastination is caused when our goals aren't big enough. We procrastinate when our goals aren't big enough. So if your goals are not big enough to make you uncomfortable, if they're not big enough to make you think, oh my gosh, what would happen if that happened? Wow. You know, you are going to procrastinate because you're not motivated. It's not motivating enough for you to move forward, right? So have big goals. Don't be afraid to have those big goals because, you know, those big goals that make you uncomfortable, those are the ones that are going to get you out of bed in the morning and are going to get you moving toward those goals. So I love that awesome tip. I just want to say hi really quick. We've got Susan, Alexandra, we've got Robbie, we've got Muhammad Kohel, we've got um, Hamid out here. Everybody's out here saying hello. We just want to say hello back to you. Thanks for joining us. They're giving us some love here in the live. Um, so just want to say hello to everyone and thank you for joining us. Um, and then I, of course, do not want to forget Yana here on the long-term goals. What do you got for us, Yana? Okay, actually, uh, I actually pulled out our Google Sheet because I kind of hate and I love Google Sheets. Like, you know, it's like I'm never going to use this Google Sheet again and then I use it forever. And that's a gone love and hate relationship. Actually, I have something which uh, <laughs> I started doing. I hate long-term planning. I'm a person who has never had a long-term plan in her life apart from planning my wedding, which probably is not happening in August. So this was the first long-term plan I had in my life and probably not happening. Never mind. I decided that I have to change, you know, like this uh, stupid habit of having a short-term planning uh, when it comes to my business. So actually I call this like uh, OKRs, you know, objectives and key results. And on the top of this Google sheet, I wrote what the, the vision, and this stands like till this day, like first it was written to 2018 and it stands right now. And it says like that we are the undisputed leader of Amazon listing translations and expanding people uh, abroad. This is it. This is the, 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 we are going to be the biggest ever. At that point, I'm working 25 hours a day, not having a day of vacation, but I'm like, this is going to be my vision. This is my goal. And then I would put objectives for, let's say, three months. I would not put like objectives for the whole year, but I would say like, for instance, here it says like 
increase visibility and brand recognition. This was my goal for that, um, that like uh, Q1, for instance. And then also, as you guys were saying, then I would deal, I would like, um, I would, uh, uh, I would, that, uh, that would go to the key results. And those key results would consist of three to five things. Like, you know, like, how do I get this? You know, like get the increase of website, get the Amazon influencers, blah, blah, like, like two, three, four different uh, types of what I want. Like what's the, what's the key results of this? Second will be, how do I get this? So like, what do I do to get this? And then who is going to help me do this? Because I was, you know, like just doing that myself, but now I put like, who's in charge of this? And then that's it. And then whenever I kind of lose my focus, I kind of go back and I'm like, oh, okay. So this is how we do it. Or, okay, like, let's just like five key results were maybe like too much. Let's put like three or four and then focus on those three and four. And then after three months, I would see where I'm at. Sometimes I reach that goal. Sometimes I reach it earlier. Sometimes I never reach this goal, but this is very good. If you have like an overall very big goal, which you kind of, you know, like you put into like um, um, objectives are like, you know, like it helps you get to the goal and then how you get to this goal. And what I think is I absolutely agree. I mean, I didn't know about the cross-granitation that it was a, uh, something that if you don't have a vision, which is not big enough, that it's, that's what happens. But I definitely think that you should definitely have a very, very big vision and very, very big goals. So like you have to think like, if I'm doing this, I'm, I'm going to be the best in the world. And that's it. And don't be, don't feel like, am I crazy for like, you know, thinking this, like, I'm just like a, this person from Serbia, like outside of the EU, outside of everything, like, how could I even dare to think that I'm going to have a big team one day? Like my, my parents would probably say like, you're, you're insane. Like you should like go back to your nine to five job. But I always kind of dare to dream big. And when you dream big and when you believe in this very big vision, which might be insane to a lot of different people, you know, like a lot of very, very big and successful people nowadays are there just because they had this crazy vision. Everybody else thought it was absolutely insane. And I really always loved that um, talk Arnold Schwarzenegger gave at UCLA, I think. That was such an amazing talk. And, and I love every bit of it. He's like a small Austrian Yahoo from like a small village. And at that point, when he was in his high school, he was, you know, telling everyone, I will be the big bodybuilder, you know, like, and this is, I'm going to be the world champion. Everybody was like laughing at him, but he was like, no, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And, you know, like that guy was a governor of California at one point. I mean, you know, like nothing is impossible, honestly. And I totally believe in every part of that. Yes. The biggest thing that you said there is write it down. Dream big and write it down. Yeah. Because if you don't write it down, it's not going to happen, right? The closer we can visualize our goals, the more real they become for us. And so when you write it down and you put it and, and maybe you use, I know a lot of people use the 12 week yearbooks framework for that, um, where, you know, you kind of put them on a spreadsheet and you break down each of your objectives and your goals. Um, if I, if I had an office, definitely I would like uh, make it like on a whiteboard. So like all of my employees could see that and like walk by it every day and check out like where, where, where was the problem? What did they do? What did they stop? Um, unfortunately, I have a remote team and we all live on Slack, but I might just well, you know, send this to their emails. It's a good reminder for myself to do. 
Yeah. And I think sometimes we use Airtable for that. We'll put it on, we'll put it in an Airtable and then you just invite your team members. And then when you come together on a virtual meeting, you can go over those objectives together and everybody can kind of say like their wins for the week or, um, you know, and they can see how they fit into the bigger picture of making the company successful. So I love that you brought that up. Thank you. Um, that's awesome. I think that's really going to help people out there for productivity. All right, you guys, we We've given some amazing productivity goals. We've given some uplifting advice. So hopefully everybody has a little fire underneath them. Um, let's wrap it up with what everybody is going to be talking about at this Branded by Women conference. So those of you who aren't sure what the Branded by Women conference is, you can go to brandedbywomen.com and check it out. And Danny McMillan has put together this amazing list of women. I mean, I'm humbled to be speaking among them. Um, and so I'm going to be talking about at the Branded by Women conference. It's a virtual conference. It's free to attend. I mean, three days of content. You can't go wrong with that. So at this conference, I'm going to be talking about um, how to actually validate your product ideas. So we'll be talking about how can you make sure that someone's going to buy that product before you go investing thousands of dollars in, in new inventory. So I'm going to help you launch your new products with confidence. Um, so that's what my talk is all about. But I would love to go around the circle here and um, hear what each of you is going to be presenting at the, con at the conference and get everybody all excited about attending. So let's go back to Yana and start there. So I will be sharing some of the most important information, like not, not the things, but I name it like an ABC on when you are selling on international marketplaces. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about how uh, listing optimization is more important than the price, um, how to do your keywords right, and how to focus on localization and how important that actually is. Yes, I have seen so many of your presentations on that though, but every time I pull gold out of them and so many of us are now expanding into other countries. I know like when the US market on Amazon was kind of getting slow, Canada took off, right? right. So, so many people moved to Canada and Mexico and Canada's a little bit easier with keywords, you know, because yeah. we're still speaking <laughs> English. But when it comes to those European, with European SEO, I mean, it's so important to understand how keywords work in other languages. We're not just going to hit the Google Translate button. So uh, I know you're going to empower so many people to expand internationally and get their products out there everywhere after your presentation. So love that. All right, Isabella, are you, I know you're co-hosting, what are you going to be doing at the women's conference? I know I'm so, I'm, it's still unreal, so humbled, like you said, Amy, and so honored of that Danny not only invited me to have my own little section as a speaker, but to co-host this amazing event. I think it's going to be really amazing for everybody at home. You know, there's a lot of women who are behind their computers or they're with their kids and they're thinking, wow, this, you know, this spirit of time right now, it's not good. And I wish I could do more. And then for that woman that's at home watching us on a computer, 30 women from different backgrounds, from different countries, 
and all coming together with their you know small expertise tips that they have i think is just mind-blowing like i wish this happened you know 10 years ago or 15 years ago or 20 when or even when i was back in romania you know to have that inspiration and it's so amazing that we can do this today and again i'm, I'm humble and I'm, I'm speechless but what i will be teaching is how to better and more efficiently rank your product on amazon because a lot of sellers you know they 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 decide to become an amazon seller first of all and then they put in all this money into their product you know into creating a beautiful listing into having great photos and they expect as soon as they go live on amazon to start selling and then what happens they can't sell anything and then they go back to feeling really bad about themselves one because they spent all this money two you know their product is unique we all think our products are unique and a lot of us have really unique products but when it comes to amazon and competition is so high that somebody sitting at home you know searching for that diaper bag they're not gonna know that yours is unique because it has like back pockets and this because it's it's not on page one unfortunately this is the reality we live in the competition is fierce there's all kinds of diaper bags on you know the five ten pages however many and yours is at the end of that so of course they're going to get disappointed like oh my god how how am i going to make it like i just invested I, my whole life savings or something so i just give a few tips on on how you're able to to access that and it's definitely accessible to everyone if you plan a ride if you launch correctly you make sure you've done your product research uh, make sure you use you know yana's translations to to make sure you're not missing those keywords that are necessary like amy has this beautiful listing creation you you want to touch on every single one of these and then of course use helium 10 tools to to be able to uh to really become the best but there's all these pieces and then get to the point where you have to rank so that's why i think this event is so beautiful because it really has every single part that you need and like amy said it's free like it doesn't get any better than this. If you have decided to become an Amazon seller, this is the time. Watch that event, get as much golden nuggets as you can and really just believe that you can do it. And that's another thing that I talk in my in my little speech is mindset is everything because you can learn and learn. And there's a lot of people out there who literally that's all they do. They're master learners. They just learn this course and then they go to YouTube and then they do this and they're in all the groups and they're very active, but they never start and they never start because they don't believe they can do it themselves. So most important thing is believe in yourself. And even if you don't, fake it just say you know what maybe i'm gonna suck but start and and learn as you go learn every single day and one day you're gonna wake up and you're gonna be like holy cow i can't believe i did this now let me help somebody else so this event is going to be amazing and i can't wait to see you all there really wow yes like i'm there yesterday after that <laughs> wow hurry up danny Let's get it moving. We're ready to come to this conference right now. 
All right, Cassandra, we are going to come over to you. What are you talking about at the Branded by Women Conference? Well, being from Helium 10, I had to bring you 10 tactics for female entrepreneurs for social media. So you're going to learn everything from finding your niche, how you can scope out the competition. Is there a market for this? How do you promote yourself? Tone, voice, branding, aesthetics, everything that you need. And that's the fun stuff. We're going to talk about embracing your inner celebrity, how you make yourself your own. You're the only person out there to get recognized. But then you got to go into the metrics. You got to go into the analytics. How do you measure those based on social media platforms, each channel, each piece of medium, each piece of content? You've got to get that out there and you really need to start analyzing and evaluating that. So I'm going to give you both, you know, the fun stuff and I'm going to give you the, the hardcore. You got to learn the analytics. You got to get down and dirty and uh, get your brand going. So what I also want to touch on is I love what Isabella said that this is a conference that's taking you throughout everything you need. It starts from zero to a hundred. It's once you get your brand out there, how to market yourself. It's how to get started. I love that. Shout out to Danny McMillan. Yes. I remember your presentation at um, the Empowery Women's Conference. Cassandra, you gave so much gold. I was writing like wildfire and I, every single slide that you put out there, we could have had a whole presentation on. Like, Thank you, you know, so it, I love that. Thank you. It was awesome. It was really Make great. My so day. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I feel that way about all of you ladies. You give such good information, no matter how many times I've heard it, I always pull something else from it. So it is really, really great. We're so blessed to be able to do this together. And I just thank you ladies so much for being here with me today on the Seller Roundtable. And um, for everybody who is listening, get your butt over there at brandedbywomen.com and get out there and hang out with us at this conference and you're going to learn so much and um yeah you just got to start all right everybody we will see you very soon bye thanks for tuning in join us every tuesday at 1 p.m pacific standard time for live q a and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, SellerSEO.com and AmazingAtHome.com.